Hi, and welcome to Gyno Appointment Overdue, a sports examination by women. I'm Sydney. And I'm Lucy. Welcome back to our sports show where we delve into the male-dominated world of sports with our unique, twisted, fucked up female perspective. Couldn't have said it better myself. Today, speaking of twisted and fucked up, how about those post-game interviews, Sydney? Oh, oh, you mean we're the ones where they have to like go talk to, um, they have to go, they have to like lose a game then they have to go talk to the, talk to the reporters afterwards and shit. Yeah, just kidding. I don't actually find these to be that problematic, but it does produce some of the best content out of professional sports, I have to say. For me personally. Oh, like the most fun? Yeah, because I think that dynamic between the media who's just trying to get a story and the professional athlete who's either frustrated or really exuberant is just hilarious. There's almost no way that's not going to be kind of a mismatch of energy going into that. One person's like, fuck, my boss is going to kill me if I don't get a scoop. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Extra, extra, read all about it. And then (laughs) the other person's just like, fuck, we lost. I'm so tired. (laughs) Yeah. So today I thought we should, I thought we should review some very, I mean, very uncomfortable. This is not for the the faint of cringe heart today. Cringe warning, guys. Yeah, huge cringe warning on this one, but we are going to review... But let's be honest, you wouldn't have stuck around this long <laughs> <laughs> if you were weak to that, so... <laughs> yeah, come on. We know. We know you can handle some cringe. So yeah, we are going to review some of these some of these interviews, see what we think. I believe that we should investigate if we think you know, from the player's perspective in these interviews, the question was so ridiculous that it warranted uh, either demeaning, rude, or dismissive. dismissive or angry response. Ooh, okay. So these are going to be the angry or annoyed responses from athletes about reporter questions after games. Yes. And I feel like us with our unique feminine perspective, just mm-hmm. kidding, I don't know why that would help with this, but I feel like we should analyze if the question was that bad or if our athlete is just in a mood if they're just in our because if our our podcast is about one thing it's about how athletes can get in their own moods yeah if she's just in her feels we're gonna we're gonna call her on it call her on it okay so to start with you know how could we kick off a, a petty podcast without starting with the king king james okay so lebron has had plenty of these this first one that we're gonna listen to comes after the 2018 nba finals okay game one okay People who watched that will know that after that uh, game one, LeBron's teammate, I call him his meme mate, J.R. Smith, just oh my shit gosh. the bed. I even heard about this. Yeah, this was game. so this was so sad. So anyways, LeBron's teammate literally like it's tied 107 to 107. There's six seconds left, something like that. And the Cavaliers, which is LeBron James team is shooting free throws. The Cavs player misses the free throw. J.R. Smith gets the rebound, like right under the basket, could have just laid it up and the Cavs would have gone up too. Yeah. And he dribbles it out, like dribbles the ball out, like towards the half court line, suggesting that J.R., his loyal meme mate, didn't even know the score of the game. (laughs) Was not aware they were tied six (laughs) seconds into a playoff game or six seconds left from the end of a playoff game. Not a playoff game, a finals game. The championship. Oh, wait, a finals game. Yeah. Was it the finals? Yes. The the NBA championship. Oh, yeah. yeah, You said NBA championship. Okay. So he literally he's in the first game of the championship series. Yeah. And he misses the fact that his team is tied. Yeah. This guy is such a meme now. He actually, J.R. Smith actually went back to college. That's kind of a cool story that deserves its own podcast, but that is actually kind of cool. He's yeah. on the golf team there. It's kind of, it's kind oh, of yeah, wholesome. Dude. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't, you know, 
my ADD ass would do something like that. I'm just <laughs> oh, saying. Oh, oh, bitch, believe me, I know. <laughs> I got that ADD. Yeah, for sure. I'd do something like yeah, that. But... She'd be dribbling out. And LeBron, like that gesture caused so much pain in my soul. The gesture LeBron made at the basket where he's like, he's pointing at the basket and it's just like this look of pure horror. It's just like, how could you do this to me? He's just like so confused, you know? Yeah. So anyways, this is the subsequent question after game one. Okay. So that gets you in LeBron's mental state right, right now. There's still confusion about whether JR thought the game was tied or the way, or whether he thought you guys were ahead. From where you stood on the court and from talking to him after the play, what what's your reaction to it? What's your version? What do you mean, what's my version? Well, did he think that the game was tied or did he think that you guys had it salted away? How do I know that? Or did you discuss it at all with him at the end of the play? No. They asked me if I talked to JR about it. I said no already. I don't know what JR was thinking. I don't know the question that you're trying to ask. Okay, oh. off the bat, what are we thinking? I <laughs> I don't think it's the worst question. I mean, it's the elephant in the room. It was a very reasonable question. Um, it's just so funny because you can just tell, um, and the audience can't see LeBron's face, although you certainly can hear it in his tone of voice. Oh, she's letting you know. Um, oh, she, she lets you know. Um, you can certainly hear it in LeBron's voice. Like, he's not having it. No, he's not having this question but at all. I do think that it's not an unreasonable thing to ask. Although if, Le- if LeBron is right and he had already established he hasn't talked to JR from another question, JR Smith. Right. Then, yeah, it is kind of silly. Yeah. But it also is like, that's what everyone's thinking. Like, okay, you haven't talked to him. But like, what he wants to ask is, come on, are you so pissed at JR right now? He wants to be like, he wants to be like, dude, are you fucking pissed? Yeah. Like, how do you feel like in like, yeah, he wants know. him to talk some shit about Jr. But obviously he's not going to do that. But he also just wants to know, probably there is like a genuine confusion in his voice. Like, did Jr. think that was the right move or did yeah. he just not know that you guys were tied? Yeah. Trying to establish. Uh, yeah. Trying to establish like this wasn't game strategy, right? Yeah. Like, was that yeah. Jr.'s incredibly poor attempt at strategy knowing you were tied or is that just Jr. not knowing you were tied? Right. You know, right. Which it seems much more likely it's the, the latter. But I don't know. All right. Well, this interaction persists. So let's see. Okay. Okay. I was just trying to see if you, you knew exactly what his state of mind was. Did he think that you guys had it won or did he think he was trying to make a play? No. Not sure. Okay. What do you mean? I'm not sure. No, I don't know his state of mind. Did you know if he knew the score? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. So sorry, we won't play the entire um, the entire end of that clip, but it, it ended with LeBron just picking up his purse, putting on his glasses and walking off rather yeah. than answering the reporter's question, which, by the way, I've heard I've heard people reference. I'm doing the King James. I'm getting my purse. Yes. I'm this getting was, the, you know, this was a super iconic moment. The way he is just, this the moment because I've heard the teachers lounge reference this bit. One of them goes like, "I'm doing my King James. I'm putting my sunglasses on. I've got yeah. my purse. I'm walking out of there." Is that this the moment? is the moment that I know of? I've definitely seen people excuse themselves from these kind of press conferences or post game interviews early before, but this is the one that I know of where like he just the guy tries to ask the question and he just no response, gets up and leaves. But it's not just that he got up and left. He got up. He stood up. He bent he down. He adjusted his suit. He adjusted his suit. He's huge. He's way bigger than any... Like, for some <laughs> reason, that table's not set up for NBA athletes. Like, they're way too big for it. Yeah. He, and he, he hit his head on the ceiling. He no. hits, yeah. He, he goes. He gets his sunglasses. 
he picks up i did i did not expect him to pick up a purse but good for him okay it was a briefcase so he's a little lost looked a lot like a purse it did um and good for him i was very impressed by that and just walk out of there and as he's walking out point to someone in the audience unclear who and then continue to walk past the reporters and out of the out of the press conference. Yeah, he does this crazy point on his way out. And I'm like, who is that point at? Just like, was that at the reporter? Was that at someone he knew? Was that a was that a loving point? Like a hey man, sorry I didn't get to your question. Yeah. Okay, but back back to the point of was this a dumb question? Now let's actually ask, should the reporter have kept pushing? Because we've already established it's not a super stupid question. The I understand. really stupid part of that question was I was just wondering if you could tell me JR's mindset at that time. As if anybody could get in the head of J.R. Smith. Yeah, <laughs> he was probably not even well, thinking just about so the game. Stupid! It's like no, I have no idea what his mind state yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, he he was asking LeBron to speculate, and LeBron was not having it. I mean, in some ways, I'm very impressed that this reporter was willing to keep asking, keep pushing, despite the fact that LeBron was so done almost immediately. But maybe that was disrespectful. Maybe maybe you're supposed to kind of stop when it's very clear the athlete's like absolutely done talking about it. You know. Yeah, I think you're supposed to stop. If you're getting a kind of an angry response, sometimes they'll just say next question and you know you have to move on. Mm -hmm. But you're supposed to, I think you're supposed to drop it. But also probably they don't give a shit. Honestly, I feel like people on the beat don't give a shit. I really liked that that reporter was trying to interpret LeBron's not silent motions like a a person trying to interpret a kindergartner's like no or yes. Like he's like, do you know Jarrett's mindset? You know, have you got any chance? And like LeBron doesn't say anything, but just kind of is like looking mad. And he goes, so no, you don't. (laughs) 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 That's a no then. (laughs) So that's a no then. Yeah. Just like LeBron's like not willing to even be having the conversation with this guy. It's just a weird, it's just like a weird energy, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's just like a weird match of energies. I see what you mean. Yeah. So many of the top comments on that video are like an NBA player's worst comment. Mark Schwartz, ESPN here, LeBron, (laughs) or like Kevin Durant, because I guess just this guy, Mark Schwartz, is just known for asking these dumb ass questions. I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm not going to say that that one was so dumb, but I think his continuation of it was a bit dumb. The follow up about the can you get me in his mindset is like, what? I don't think JR could even tell you JR's mindset at that moment. Literally. And, and, and yeah, he, I honestly think he never came up, he never admitted that he didn't know the score. It's so obvious that he didn't know the score. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, score gate. No, it's score gate. <laughs> that's a running podcast joke. No, it's not. But Sydney really doesn't like. I really we... don't like that we just tack gate onto any scandal. I'm she sure I'm not the only that. one that has that. Uh, that has that quibble. Yeah, but the the truth is, we still don't know if little Mister Jr. did or didn't know the score. I personally think that he did not. I personally think he thought they were up one. I think he might have too. Because so why I, else would you make that move? I think he was confused and thought, okay, we're up one. Should I go for this layup? No, I don't think I will. I'm just going to try to dribble it out. Because mm-hmm. uh, even still just being up one, it would still be arguable that maybe you should still take the layup. Because points are points. Right, right, Even right. with six seconds to go, you should still maybe just take it. But I think he didn't know that they were tied. I really think he didn't Yeah, know. so he was maybe debating between, okay, we're up. So if I can just hold on to the ball for six seconds, we're good. But... Yeah. If he had realized they were tied, he would have realized, well, no, I need to put up the ball. So did they have to go to overtime and they lost in overtime? Yep, Is that what correct. happened? Okay. Correct. And the Cavs got swept in 2018. That, I mean, honestly, that set, swept being where you lose because obviously they play a series, seven mm-hmm. games, or it's best of seven. And a sweep is where you lose four in a row. You don't win a game. You never win a game. That and the Cavs got swept. And I, I feel like really that first game really set the tone because it just, it was in 
It was at Golden State. It really like it could have been a time to be like, you know what? F you guys. You mm-hmm. guys are the best team in the world. You've got Kevin Durant. You've got Steph Curry. You've got all your Ooh, guys. This was the Golden State Warrior super team we've always talked exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. And like, we're not just going to lay down. If you won game one, the whole series could have been different. Could they have actually won it? Could the Cavs actually have won it? No. But like the whole mentality would have been so different. Going into game two, it would have been like, okay, oh, yeah. we know. Yeah, yeah, Night and day. And instead they just got swept. Because JR was kind of a dipshit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. So then Mark Schwartz... Their interaction does not end there, Mark Schwartz and LeBron, because he asks them another question after game three that we're going to listen to right now. Ooh, okay, okay. LeBron, Mark Schwartz, ESPN. Knowing that you have that tremendous recall of moments and games, can you describe what was in your mind both tonight and last year when Kevin Durant launched that shot from the wing? So what he's referring to, by the way, just for a little context People are all weirded out because Le- because Kevin Durant virtually hit the same shot in 2017 that he did in 2018. Like the exact same shot, like top of the key, kind of at the wing, this three-pointer that was just like a dagger. And both times it just like sealed the game. Oh, he won the, he did the exact same game winning shot. Was it against yeah. the Lakers in 2017 as well? Against the Cavs. Or I mean, oh, sorry. Yeah. Now he plays for the Lakers. Yeah. He was playing for the Cavaliers at this time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it, it against, was, a- was it against LeBron at that same time? Yeah, LeBron went to the finals for like seven straight years. You know that, right? So LeBron twice has gotten Kevin Durant beating his team just by doing kind of a crazy three-pointer from this one. Not crazy, but yeah, he just has hit this same kind of like dagger ice cold shot twice. Yeah. Okay, so my initial impression, I'm very glad Mark is asking LeBron about his mindset. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good starting point. Good starting point, Mark. Ask about what's in his head, not what's in other teammates' head. Because Mark Schwartz could very easily be like, what do you think was in Kevin's head when he hit that crazy shot on you? Yeah, that would have been very much what he did the first time. Yeah. Yeah, true. He got a little bit better with that. By the way, LeBron went to eight finals in a row. Whoa. But yeah. That's the king, baby. So we're already starting off a little better, Mark. That's good. But I don't think, I still don't think LeBron's going to like that question. LeBron's not going to like that question. Especially the way he started it was kind of douchey because LeBron has this, is like known for the fact that he, when he says your game recall, Mm -hmm. LeBron is known for like, some athletes are just like this. They can recall every moment from a game and they almost see it. I had a coach like this too. They almost can see it from like a bird's eye view. Like they can just see everything that's happening. And so LeBron can like, he's done these crazy interviews before where you ask him something and he rattles off the next like six plays back to back to back that happened so he's like yeah and then there was a tip and then they got the ball and then and but not just they got the ball he'll tell you the exact player that had the ball oh interesting so he oh it's almost like a do you think that's just a product of of well i mean it's obviously a product of his beautiful mind yes but do you (laughs) (laughs) yeah just like he tweets about but do you think that it's also a product of just like how long he's played on some level or has he always been a player that's that cerebral no, I don't know if it's how long he's played. I think he's just completely, he's just totally built different. He's just a really smart dude. On, yeah, like his brain, like, he's just, re- he's retaining everything that's happening in the game. I always have gotten the impression that he's like a, yeah. LeBron thinks, you know? Yeah, he's thinking his way through it, I'd say. Um, so anyways, yeah, that's kind of a little bit, I think that was a little douchey too. Like, hey, with that game recall, did that take you right back? I know you remember it last time hey, too. let's revisit a moment. Do you yeah. remember that last time that exact same thing happened? Yes. Yeah. He's like, let's revisit a moment since you're so good at that. Since you're so smart and good at thinking about things. <laughs> what do you think about the fact that you lost in the exact same way? Yes, exactly. I think it was kind of a douchey starting point. A bit of a douchey starting point. I actually think you should be like a psychiatrist. You want to just keep trying to get in somebody's mind. That's the whole thing, huh, Mark? Uh, What's in my mind, miss it so we can get the rebound. This is what I was saying. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is my point. LeBron noticed too. LeBron remembered last time. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think LeBron noticed? Just that Mark is very... Well, that, this is the second time Mark's asked to get in someone's mind yeah. during an interview. <laughs> Although this time he's right that it was like, get in my mind. You know, yeah. LeBron's acknowledging... It was a more reasonable request, LeBron. It was for sure a more reasonable request. Did it feel like last year to you? Did you think of it at that moment? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> I like the quick end of that clip. No, just cut. Dead, no, dead. cut. Dead. I mean, that one definitely went better. He didn't storm out on him that time. He didn't storm out at him that time. Yeah, so that's way better. I didn't mention it, but one of the funniest thing about that storm out, one of the funniest things is that as LeBron's getting up to leave, Mark does say, thank you. <laughs> as though he has answered his question. Yeah, I don't know. Which maybe to Mark, and this is, I guess, the point. Is it good for these sports journalists if they can get a player to storm out? Do you, do you get credit for being sort of a shitster as long as you don't do it so obviously that you're like actually being antagonistic? Yeah, you definitely don't. I don't think you want a reputation where it's like people just think you're people don't want to talk to you because you don't want to have a bad relationship with the players. Right. You've got to still be like good. You got to mostly ask fine questions and then just be someone that occasionally can really get a response. Yeah. Mark's it, yeah. good at kind of digging in the dagger when a player is vulnerable. I can already tell. Yeah. Mark might be kind of good. I don't know. I, I don't think Mark did a horrible job there. That's all I'm going to say. I don't necessarily think that was a stupid question. I think it was a stupid question to maybe ask right then. But again, from Mark's perspective, it probably wasn't. He did get a reaction from LeBron. Right. Okay. What do you think about this question that's asked of Chris Paul? Is this one stupid? This is asked after he's just lost a playoff game. It's an opening round playoff game. So not a final situation. But So he's not thinking he's not going to get to the finals, but he is like pissed that he lost the opening. He's probably thinking he's not going to get to the finals, but yeah. <laughs> did he get to the finals this year? No. Okay. God, no. Well, then good call, Chris. Yeah. But um, once again, an athlete not in a position to be talking to the do most of them happen after a loss, I assume a big loss. Most of the weird, awkward moments. Um, Yeah, but not all of them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, some... let, anyways, let's, let's listen. Let's play the Chris Paul clip. Chris, uh, will the Clippers be back here Sunday playing the game seven? What? <laughs> You're feeling about, you know, your level of confidence that you'll be back here again. What you think? For... I'm on the team. What you want me to say? No, nah, it's over. I, just, I mean, that's what you want to hear? Yes. That's... Come on, man. You've been doing this long enough. Seriously, right? <laughs> and that's a dumb question. That was a dumb question. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the, cr the Chris's have it. He, Chris's <laughs> have it on this one. He was playing for the Clippers, right? That's why they're... Yeah, he, Chris is on okay. the Clippers at this time. Yeah. So he's saying, do you think you're going to be back for game seven? They basically, do you think you're going to get killed game, before? Yeah. Game seven, meaning so they play two home games, two away games. And then you do, if you get to game six and seven, then it's one home, one away. So he's saying, so at this point, the Clippers are going to go away to play Utah. And he's saying, do you think the Clippers will be back here to play game seven? Or do you think basically Utah's going to end it in game six? Oh, because they just played game five, basically. Yeah. And just lost. Yeah. So basically, he's asking, hey, Chris, do you think you'll win the next game? Chris is like. Yeah, I would fucking hope so, dude. I'm not going to say I'm not going to win the next yeah, game. Yeah, I think it's more just the way he phrased it, right? Like, will the Clippers be back here game seven? Like, well, I'm, what, I'm, what am I going to say? Yeah. No. Unless, like, do you know something? Like, is something bad going to happen to our stadium? Yeah. Like, you know, you'll have to play it elsewhere. Yeah, in that case, man. Yeah, okay. So I think that Chris has, my initial take, Chris has that one. Yeah, that was yeah. a dumb question. I think Chris is right. Okay, next up we have Draymond Green being asked kind of a weird loaded question about this is during the time where they were having horrible flooding in Houston. Remember when Houston was just like ravished? Oh, with, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, this is a weird question. 
Oh, what was there in the context? Or is it just like a random? That's question? all you need to know. And the reporter prefaces it as such as a weird question. Okay. 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 Uh, Draymon, uh, here's an interesting question. So last year you visited us. Uh, game three, there's no flood. You win. Game four, there was flood. You lo- you lose. And this year you visit us. Game three, there's a flood. You win. Game four, there's no flood. You uh, uh no. Game three, three, there's flood. You you lose. Game four, there's uh no flood. You win. Okay, first of all, what? I'm not even gonna let Draymond start. Wait, what? What? I'm sorry. Is is he implying that Draymond's getting his power from flooding? That's exactly what I thought the first time I heard it. I was like, so is he saying that? Or I thought he was making like a Splash Brothers joke because. <laughs> What? Like they were bringing the water because on uh, Draymond plays for the Golden State Warriors and Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are called the Splash Bros. So I thought he was like, I know (laughs) (laughs) that seems a little. I don't know why, but that seems a little homoerotic. I know I hate it. Extremely, yeah. I at first I thought that's what he was saying. Is that a joke on Bash Brothers? What are those? The Bash Bros, the the two oh, Mark McGuire and and no, I definitely I think it's definitely just a joke on them hitting a lot of threes. That's neither here nor there. Point is, he's implying that either Dream on Green gets his power from flooding or him performing well causes flooding. Yes. So let's see what Draymond has to say. Brother, you, you mean- asked me about the flood in practice the other day, you know, and I um I I said I pray for the city of Houston because you don't want to see anyone go through that. I feel like you keep trying to get at like us hitting threes or something and you're trying to get a controversial statement out of me, but you're not because I feel sorry for the people of Houston. People are losing their homes, losing their cars. And you're saying we're doing it. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm what is the goal? What is he saying? Like, yeah, like you guys coming is causing Houston to flood. I know. I don't get it. I don't know. I have no idea what he's saying. Is Draymond right that he's trying to get a controversial statement? what would the controversy be yeah fuck houston fucking underwater bitches like I, yeah like yes i flooded houston and i'll do it again <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what he wants he's also the reference you tried to get me to t- you asked me about it at practice I know. what <laughs> i love that i love that in that line alone i just have this whole new appreciation for this interaction because i'm like wait you guys have talked about this you guys, this has been discussed before i mean yeah dude that reporter is just like He's obsessed. He's like, this is the this is the angle I need. He's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. He's like, I'm pretty sure the warriors are causing our flooding. So And was he right? We can't prove it. The power of the Splash Brothers is pretty strong. Yeah. They do be splashing. They do be splashing. Overflow. Yeah. So obviously we're on Draymond's side on that one, I'd say. I'd say we're on Justified reaction. What the fuck are you trying to get me to admit to right now? Yeah. Like what are you? But the fact that Dreamon was like, I know what you're getting at was confusing to me. I know. See, that's weird because I don't know what they were getting at. I have no idea what he's getting at. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. That's the one thing that makes him seem guilty of, yeah. <laughs> of what the man's accusing. Yeah, because like the normal reaction would be like, what? But he did already ask him about it in practice. Yeah, so maybe, he they has just, a context maybe they'd established more in practice what he's trying to get at. Yeah. I wish Draymond would share because I don't know. All right. This next one's weird. I mean, this isn't really like a mad reaction at all. But like, what do you think of this type of question? OK. OK. Who, who is? Oh, we've got asked? Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Oh, Kevin. Weird. Kevin. Already weird. So you already know it's going to be weird. And then Steph is not that weird. But uh, this is after game one of the finals where Steph and Durant are up, which aren't they always? This was their super team. They're just really good. Yeah, this yeah. is their super team. So this is a win. Yes. 
Toward the end of the game, uh, you shot a three, kind of putting the dagger into him, and you looked toward the crowd, toward uh, Rihanna. Uh, was was that uh, uh, on purpose, or or do you remember that? Or? I don't even remember that. <laughs> uh, well, just to let you know, social media is buzzing about Really? It. Yes. Don't get in that trap. Yeah, bro. don't get in that <laughs> I'm cool. That's kind of, I don't think that was necessarily a stupid question. I mean, it would have been a dumb question if they had lost. A team that just won, maybe you feel a little bit looser about being like, yeah, you kind of looked at Rihanna. Like, was something going on there? And he's like, what? <laughs> I think it's dumb because Rihanna is a LeBron stan. So yeah, I so think, she's clearly I don't there. Think she was saying, I don't think he was saying, like, did you and Rihanna have, like, a sexual moment? I think he was saying, like, did you just, like, try to, like, rub that in Rihanna's face? Which, I mean, could have been the same. Could have also been them having a sexual moment. But. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, that's not how I, I didn't realize she was such a LeBron stan. Okay, I didn't. That's not how I took it. She, I thought he was saying like, you only, you no, only I'm just kidding. have a he, little bit of a thing? He probably was implying that as well. Yeah. That would have actually been a funnier question if he was like, were you trying to dunk on Rihanna? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, dude. He's like, yeah, just like I dunked on her boy's dick. <laughs> on her boy's dick. Wait, that didn't come out. That didn't come out right. <laughs> also, but yeah, of course, no, Kevin Durant's not. If he was trying to dunk on Rihanna, we already established he's like a, you know, yeah. sensitive high school boy. He's trying to dunk on Rihanna. He would have like done it on Fortnite or something. Okay. So Russell Westbrook now, Russell Westbrook is a mean, um, somewhat, somewhat of a mean spirited question answerer. Interesting. We've yeah. talked about Russ before. I did not. Because he plays for the Lakers now. He does. And we've said he's kind of a Him and LeBron could gamifying, both gamifying kind of very, very high energy, wide eyed sort of. Uh, oh, yeah. On 150% at all times. I would just think he would answer the questions really, really fast to them, but he's kind of mean. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't like a lot of questions. This one is not a post-game interview. This is just like a little locker room type question. Okay. So let's see. They caught up with him in the locker room. So this is not like an official like press conference type situation. Did they just play a game? Yes. Did he lose? Yeah. Then yeah, he will be mad. Russ, did you guys lose this game or did the Jazz win this one? What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, I'm out, man. That nigga's tripping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Initial impressions was a dumb question, sort of, but I do see what he was trying to say. He was trying to ask him, like, who do you think is responsible for the loss? Which I still think is kind of a dumb, like, do you think No, but they people, just I, the reason I don't think it's a dumb question is because people phrase it that way all the time. Did you win? Did you lose the game or did the other team win? Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's, I've heard that question asked before. And the question and like, is to ask, did the other team do more? Did the other team perform really well? Did they have a great game that you weren't ready for? Mm -hmm. Or basically, did you guys? Should you did, have won that, this game? Was and that a game of, that you had? That you blew. Yeah. Was this something that they just outperformed you because they had a really good game? Or was this just something that you should have won, but you fell apart, basically? Yeah, exactly. So Russell has definitely heard that kind of question before. Asking, acting confused is just funny. But yeah, that's kind of disingenuous because he knows what the guy's trying yeah. to ask him. He knows what he's trying to ask, but he's like, wait, what? Those are the same thing. <laughs> the way he says, what? And the look of like, I've never seen somebody feign confusion while looking so like pissed yeah he just has so much disdain in his face you like know? he was trying to kind of act confused but he was just so openly annoyed yeah, by totally. what was happening totally i do yeah i've just i don't yeah it's it's odd i've never seen someone try to feign confusion with so much anger i know i know all right well, do we have one last clip to look at okay um 
Then we have, and this is just, we have to include it because it's something that we have talked about. We have to include LeBron being asked about the infamous Cavaliers unfollow. If you listen to our LeBron episode, you know that uh, LeBron unfollowed the Cleveland Cavs as part of his (laughs) saga. Someone asked him about that? Of course they did. Yeah. And how do you think he felt about that? The whole point of being passive aggressive is that you can't answer when you can't directly ask him about it. He's being passive aggressive. I know. Exactly. It would be annoying to LeBron. He's like, no, I'm trying to be passive aggressive. Stop bringing it up. Exactly. You know? Okay. So yeah, this is LeBron being asked about the infamous Cavs Twitter unfollow that prompted much drama, of course. LeBron, you may not um, like this one and I'm not thrilled asking it. I'm obviously trying to diffuse this a little bit, but. You are not. Great fucking start. Absolute <laughs> lie. Straight up. <laughs> I'm trying to diffuse this a little bit. You won't bit. like this question. I'm trying to diffuse it. <laughs> Dude, you're the one asking it. You fake ass little fake fucker. Ass. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. That's such a good start to any question. And LeBron's face, like obviously you guys can't see it as the listeners, but he's just already starting to kind of like purse his lips. Like you can tell he's just like, oh that's what he does every single time he's been annoyed there's like this lip purse that happens right before yeah it, he like kind of response what huh? do you call that you kind of like rolls his lips in he's like yeah he kind of just does this weird yeah like lip purse um it appears that you unfollowed the calves on twitter today and it's it's caused quite a stir why did you do that or what what would go into that <laughs> Next question. Next question. Um, under, you, you've had 38 assists tonight. That's a season high. What can is this something you can take forward to the next game? Uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm done. <laughs> For some reason, I love the follow-up question. That guy sounds like so. He's like, he's like, LeBron, 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 LeBron. <laughs> 38 assists tonight. But yeah, I don't know. I love the guy trying to like save it after the other guy gets cut off. Again, like I do think if you're it, LeBron wants to passively let people know he's pissed at them. It's not yes. great communication, but it yes. is sort of his thing. He does not ever want to be directly asked, I imagine, because that takes away the point of it. Right. You know? Right. You've kind of taken his power if you make him talk yeah, about talk it. Yeah, talk about it amongst yourselves. He wants that, but he does not want you ever directly having to ask him about it because that takes away the power. Yeah. He does something. It makes the other people uncomfortable, but he never wants to be directly confronted about it. Right. Which don't get me wrong. It is a little juvenile. Like, of course, people are going to ask you about it. But oh, it is it is also just how LeBron is. I know. Yeah. I Yeah, it definitely it's that's his persona. That's his character. And yeah, if you try to confront him about it, I feel like he's just going to be like, next question. The other guy was trying to save it by giving him like a softball. Like, so you just did a really, 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 really great job. Dude. <laughs> you're just like really good. And do you think you're going to do that? Well, next game. And he's just clearly still so like he's still fuming about the he's other still question. So mad about the other question. The he's follow-up. like, he's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> he just walks out. Also, did he say thirty-eight assists? I think tonight, he said season high tonight. Which again is like no, basically- that can't be. Lucy's looking it up now. Holy shit! Yeah, in twenty sixteen, LeBron had thirty-eight assists. Please think about that. That means thirty-eight times he passed the ball to somebody who scored off of that pass. Dude, what the fuck? But also, that's what this reporter was trying to say to him. And this is the great thing about LeBron. This is the truly beautiful thing that I've realized about LeBron James from our episode on his passive aggression. And it it is fitting that we've both opened and ended with LeBron. Yes. This reporter was literally trying to be like, you are so, so, so good. That question was just a, you did an amazing job tonight. Do you think you're awesome? You're awesome. But LeBron James's petty ass is still it's still so much more important to him that the other reporter asked the other question 
and clowned on him to an extent because LeBron had to next question him. Not, I yeah. mean, maybe that's not. Maybe LeBron doesn't give a shit, but it's a little bit of a clown. Yeah, yeah. Love me a man who's petty enough to just like not even be able to take compliments because he's still <laughs> so distracted by the one thing. I know. Yeah, he's unique. He is yeah. built different. It, I mean, yeah. He's just trying to blow up his ego and LeBron's like, just shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this guy really pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, well, those are our those are our clips for the day, Sydney. I think we should definitely revisit. Obviously, we've only talked basketball. There are so many other sports where athletes get pissed at their questions. Yeah, and I think I think something we haven't really maybe well maybe we've sort of addressed it on the podcast is yeah how much of the entertainment of sports seems to actually surround the game itself. Yeah, it's the spectacle for sure. There's so much else going on when the yeah. game's not being played. That's still so much part of the spectacle. Oh yeah, totally. And I think. A lot of like older school, I think it tends to be men are like, oh, I miss the good old days when it like wasn't so much about the drama. And the- so he's doing our dad impression again. Yeah. <laughs> impression <laughs> no, of our I dad just, again. <laughs> they're just like, oh, you know, it's basically just feeling like there's too much sort of uh, extracurriculars. Like it's not focused enough on the game. There's too many other things. But I also to that would just say maybe you guys were thinking of athletes as just like robots at that time like who were just dancing for you and right we just perform and then they'd go hibernate and then they'd come back yeah. and perform maybe and then there they'd... was actually always a lot more going on and now they just and maybe just people just more. learn to appreciate that yeah you know enjoy it going I say to appreciate the character behind the athlete yeah i know we do right and with that being said i have been lucy and I've been Sydney. Uh, everyone, thank you for joining us. Um, shout out to High Pulp for the use of their song Hukai as our intro and outro music. Please check them out on Spotify. And until next time, remember to schedule that appointment. Hey.